0: this is biobusters professors hanging out talking science episode number 42 recorded on august 12 2021 hello folks you are listening to the podcast that takes you beyond the classroom and into the trenches of science I am Delbert Ebi-Abdallah. I am here with Dr. Chris Foner and
1: Dr. Chris Keller. How you guys doing?
2: Two Chris's, C squared.
0: Doing okay. No, okay. I was just
1: thinking the same thing. The Chris's win.
0: The Chris's against the do Delbert.
1: win. But Every
0: episode. what I get like what, three votes? You know,
1: I, I feel like I'm making myself <laughs> smaller and smaller. Every no, no, I time just, just so same. you can see the background. Like, I, ju- yes, I just though. thought I just really? thought about
2: another possible <laughs> logo or t-shirt idea. With our first
0: names C D C, it's pretty cool. Oh yeah, look at that. Maybe we'll get to that eventually. Uh, We might run into some trademark issues. Maybe, probably. (laughs) Um, So, how is the semester going for you? In full swing for you, I take it.
1: Very
2: much so.
0: We
1: are we doing? We do. Oh, hold on. What is happening here? Uh oh, special guest. Oh, Oh, they want to say hi. It is not who you think it is. Is it the dog? dog. It is the. dog. You want to say hello? Okay. Really quick, say hello. The dog said hello. But- hello. Hello. Hey. Hello, buddy. Um, how's going? Hello. Nelly said hello. Yeah. Can you take her downstairs? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I miss your kids. They're dog, from- open
0: the door. Oh, that's interesting. Learns well, how to she's, use she's, well, you know, learns learns so how to use knobs, huh? It's yep.
1: been a it's been a hard year for us. Um, you know, we had a black lab and she passed just from age. I mean, she was yeah, yeah she's she was my dog. And then our cat died suddenly a couple uh, about um end of June. That's mm-hmm. new And story, yes. so Nellie just went from two two fellow pets to yeah, right. zero to and- just the kids. <laughs> and that's lonely. and that's way too much <laughs> but you know so she's kind of needy right now and well, don't she i
2: mean she has now two less friends and now it's just you guys and
1: and we're busy i mean more. we're not yeah. we're not home most of the time yeah you know, i'm at work the kids are at, yeah, at, yeah. at whatever they're doing during the day but yeah anyway yeah the, the semester is in full swing and it's a lot of work and i'm just glad we get to do another episode Yeah. No, I am excited about this.
0: And to our listeners, please subscribe, please share. Uh, Go to our Instagram page. We are on Instagram, the Biobusters podcast. You'll find us. Mm -hmm. And if you like what we do, uh, tell your friends, you know, just uh, forward along to other people so we can get more listeners and we'll get more episodes out and, you know, everybody wins.
1: Yes, sir. Everybody tell Rick. <laughs> <That's not laughs> Rick, <a word. laughs> Rick, Rick, your job is to get the word out <laughs> That's right Alright, so uh, birthday for
0: today August 12th, 1887 And then died on January 4th, 1961 At the age of 73 We have Erwin Schrodinger And if you've ever heard of yeah, Schrodinger's of cat mm-hmm. thought experiment It is this guy So ah. full name is Erwin Rudolf Yossel Alexander Schrodinger. Yeah, but he didn't win for the cat. (laughs) Pardon? Right? He did not win it for the cat. No, he didn't win for the cat No, something else. So uh, Austrian physicist, he had major contributions to the development of quantum mechanics. And in 1933, the Nobel Prize that he Mm -hmm. won in physics was co-won by uh, Paul Dirac, Paul Maurice Dirac of England, I think, for the discovery of new productive forms of atomic theory. And uh, he had basically uh, expanded on uh, Louis de Broglie's concept of atomic particles as having wave life properties and took the original Bohr's model for the atom and accommodated sort of the waves of electron, where do these fit, et cetera, so on and so forth. And that was sort of helping or led to contributions to the development of quantum mechanics and uh, basically realized possible orbits for electrons, where would they be confined around the uh, uh, atom, right? Or in the orbit of the atom. So, uh, but interestingly, he paid also great attention to the philosophical aspects of science. Uh, Ancient concepts, oriental philosophical concepts, ethics, religion, etc. He's written books on philosophy and theoretical mm. biology as well. And he is the Schrodinger's cat uh, thought experiment, which I was reading about that as it it, it came up with a, uh, of course it did, but it came up with a discussion. He, he was having sort of an argument with Einstein about uh, h- how doesn't? could one thing exist and not exist and blah, blah, blah. And then so sort of paradox. Yeah. I mean, essentially a paradox. Yeah, you know, man, and I, so. I'm reading.
1: I'm reading. This as, he's also known for the cat. I'm like, no, actually, he's also known as a physicist. <laughs> yes, he's known, he's known for the, for cat. the cat. Yeah, everybody uh, to, knows Schrodinger's you know, cat. Uh, it, 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 in recent history, my guess is a lot of people have heard of Schrodinger's cat from the uh, the Big Bang Theory. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. So. Always on that it's, show. Yeah, yeah it, it oh. was on uh, multiple references to that with uh, Sheldon. My dad loves it. Turns it on a, it's a
0: great it's a great show. I mean, yeah, it is. I've really watched is. it in
1: years. I never even yeah. finished it.
2: I think I stopped one. the last Chris, four seasons Chris, or so.
1: What are you watching, The Walking Dead? What are you doing?
0: No,
2: <laughs> I haven't watched that in the last two seasons. I'm falling behind. I'm all about true you crime are. documentaries now. You
0: guys are working him too work. hard. Work. Yeah, you're, and you're work. working him too hard is the problem. Anyway, uh, Keller, we've got some rod looking things in the back. Oh yeah tell us
1: about those. So, again, I I, just, I feel like I keep getting lower just to, to show everybody. This is a, a good one. So what do you guys think it is? Uh,
0: well, it's a bacillus of some sort. H- How do you know? It's rod-shaped rod as shaped. a bacteria. So we've got bacteria okay. that are rod-shaped.
1: I even it, so know like, that as
0: a physiologist.
1: Very good, Chris. very good. So is it is it purple or pink? Because This is a gram stain of uh, a, a cultured bacillus. Yeah, it looks purplish to me. Yeah, it may be purple. hard to tell, you know, but it yeah. is purple,
0: yeah. And notice
1: you see how they're lined up end to end, yeah. end? and uh, they've got little dark, it looks it's like dots. It's hard to tell on, here, on yeah. This side. is, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this yeah. is an oil immersion. Yeah. If, if it was a little bit more, I know, I know, what is, you'd probably see you'd see little circles in the in between each one in the middle of each one, and, and those uh, would be the spores. That would be the spore. So, this is bacillus, uh. And this one is actually anthrax. Fantastic. So we have a gram stain of bacillus anthracis. And it's one of a, it's pretty unique. Most uh, bacteria, uh, at least rods don't line up end to end, to end like this. Yeah, yeah. There are a few, but bacillus definitely do. So, And most right. of us have heard of anthrax in the U.S.
0: because of the attacks Early after 2000s. September 11th. Scares, yeah. Which is... Uh, we're coming up on the twentieth anniversary of that. I know, well, it's don't, crazy. And and yeah. don't forget,
1: before that, the 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 Russians and yeah, yeah. Uh, they were using that as a biological. Mm-hmm. Weapon. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for so, that. So uh, you're welcome. We'll find something new next episode.
2: I like it every every week a mystery every two weeks. Um, so yes. we have a quick COVID update, and this is as of August eleventh. Um, these current stats, uh, worldwide cases sitting at approximately 205 million, uh, worldwide deaths at 4.3 million, cases in the U.S. as of right now, uh, almost 37 million, and then U.S. deaths sitting at about 634,815. And then with the vaccination effort, we're looking at individuals who have one dose at about, what, 58.6%. Yep. And then those who are fully vaccinated, very close to 50%, 49.89. And then when we consider worldwide vaccination, four and a half, 4.54 billion doses have been administered, and 30.4% of the world's population has received at least one dose.
0: But yeah, no. ish, Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, I think we're we're probably going to say the same thing as part of the problem, I think, with the global effort is that only around 1.2% of low income countries have received at least one dose. And part of the problem with that is that unless everybody's vaccinated, uh, no one is safe from, you know. The virus, serious, right? so it, serious infection. We, we can control it here in the U.S., but with global travel coming back and forth, we, we, so you know it it will it'll keep coming back until we, at the very least, try to vaccinate as many people as possible. And with these low numbers in 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 low-income countries, I don't know how we get there.
2: Well, and are we we're getting? Not, s- we don't. Yeah, we don't. it's it, going to be difficult there. But or we're also seeing stagnation in the last few weeks what last month or so in terms of full vaccinations within the
0: US In right? the US I mean, yeah. I think yeah, it there's has been a become small uptick I think a small uptick in, the last in numbers in the last okay. week or so because mm. fearing delta variant people are starting to maybe take well, a little more but, but yeah we've we've slowed down here
1: for sure. So so you're at 60%. 60% of people have at least one dose. Mm. Right. right. And, and eventually I, I bet they would get a second dose. I mean, you know, with all the money that's being thrown at them. But where, what, when is enough? Right. I mean, the, 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 so yeah, we don't know what, you, you know, so what is enough? Historical
0: numbers for herd they want immunity. Rubella. They are, want
1: rubella herd immunity. That's what they're going after is rubella level. Yeah, we don't, that's we ridiculous. don't know what herd
0: immunity for coronaviruses, right? It could mean 70%. It could mean 90%. We don't know.
1: Right. Okay, but but given the R naught, we know that it's less than two now. It was greater than two. Now it's less for than the two. for the alpha strain. Yeah. Okay. So fine. For delta, delta might be more, but it's yeah, not yeah, more than the, three for the alpha strain. We, but rubella yeah. and measles, though, and pertussis. I mean, you're talking ten to to eighteen. Yeah. yeah. And remember, uh, for our, our listeners and watchers, our our sub naught is the number of people that are. Uh, that are exposed to somebody who already has disease that, that would get it. So it's, it's really a good indication of spread. And uh, right. if, if, I, if I'm, it, I'm
0: infected, how many people can I potentially in infect? a population much- of
1: un, yeah. Un- yeah. Un- unvaccinated, un- people? Immune. Exactly, right. Uh, what was that? Contagion does a pretty good job of explaining mm-hmm. it. If you want yeah, to watch such good, a good movie, good movie. It, is, it is. Too, yeah. yeah, right.
0: So oh, yeah, so, I, I, I don't know. I don't know when we get there, honestly. Um, well,
1: nobody knows. But the problem is we're trying to set our lives based on that. Right. I mean, we're, we're making decisions based on something we don't know. And, you know, fine. If you want to go for, for the stars, you go for rubella and and, and measles level of 90 percent people protected. But you don't need it. We don't get that with the flu.
0: Yeah. So what, what is, what is herd immunity percentage for the flu? Yeah, do you
1: know? uh, for the flu. I don't think we're ever going to hit that. I mean, I mean, when we so, talk about herd immunity, we talk about total protection of unexposed people in a population of, of protected people. And with yeah. the, with drift and shift, I don't think, yeah, I don't think you can really do that. I I, the
2: flu, year upon year, I don't think you can, right? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. for a
1: variant, maybe, but I I, I don't think we want to spend our money trying to figure that one out.
0: I, I think where we are with coronavirus, especially with what happened recently with Delta, right? So in a few previous episodes, we were saying, hey, looks like things are calming down. Maybe we're turning a corner and then bam, Delta out of nowhere, right? So I'm of the mind that We're just going to have to learn to live with it. It's not going anywhere. It isn't. Uh, I agree. We're going to try to vaccinate as many people as possible. We may have every other year, every three years, a variant or a, a, a booster shot. Maybe sure. at some point the they issue, come up with a vaccine, just like the flu, that has multiple proteins, multi, for many different strains, it's a, But but, you know, but the
1: flu is very different. It
0: because, is. It is. I'm I'm just thinking in terms of composition of like, okay, maybe the, because right now all the shots we have are against one spike protein. There, right? So well, well,
1: uh, a lot of people probably have multiple because they've had the the original four strains, the the four human specific strains of, no, coronavirus. No, I'm talking about we, co- of coronavirus
0: yeah yeah you're right yeah, yeah, but, but, yeah, but, uh, yeah. you know
1: the, you know the, the spike protein must be clearly different for for COVID-19 uh-huh. for, for SARS-CoV-2 yeah for, but, yeah for the SARS yeah sure but but I mean how how does that overlap with SARS you know I, I guess my point is you know with the flu we, we we do the drift that's what we're worried about and here right sure you can see a drift you, you're gonna have some mutations you know in the spike protein due to just the 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 enzyme replicating the, the virus but you know is that going to is that going to be enough to get around our antibody response we don't know yeah we, we don't don't know yet. I,
0: you know like i i think it's going to be a fact of life and um yeah i think we're just going to have we'll to see. move on yep. it's try to protect everyone uh try to have as many uh medicines sure. to treat it on the back end but, but at some point and, and we have
2: to we well, have to learn it's to not it, a but- shift
0: yeah we we, we we have to we have to figure out as scientists as a society how to how to live with it at an acceptable rate i think that's that and i think that's, I think that's the not, problem that's, yeah at some point, the conversation has to shift to that, and we're not, we're somehow not there. But you the key no, word you
2: used was accept it and yeah. to not only accept that this is here to stay, but to accept science again and accept the science behind how vaccines work and to accept that there are experts in the area. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, this issue has become so incredibly politicized by so many groups and it's now being used on both sides both sides sides have weaponized it and and i'm not not going into any further politics about this but you have people out there who think they know better from a facebook meme and think oh the vaccine is not worth it because covid is overblown and then you see reports in journals in reputable news sources saying This person, I think there was a thing where a person had a baby, uh, took a few pictures with the baby, she had COVID, she ended up dying. She ended up passing.
0: So is, is it on us as scientists to really work? I mean, that's what we do with this podcast, right? I feel like, you know, it's on us as scientists to try to, scientists tend to share science with each other in conferences and journals, and they rarely... We're boring. We're boring.
1: We bore each other.
0: I don't know. We are, I, th- I think we're an interesting bunch. I, I, I just think we need look, to do a better job as a discipline, as sort of all of us as scientists, to get good if, science out there.
1: Look, politics has taken over this it's taking it's taken over, over a lot of other take, stuff. Too. Fine, but that's but yeah. not what we're talking about, right? No, now. Yeah, we're I know about, what you mean. Yeah, I know what you we're mean. We're talking about COVID, the vaccines and everything. And you know, it's we been want, hard we want to even people. Back. back. People should have their own choice, you know? And, and, and of course, now we, we try to incentivize people with money. We try to, you know, coerce them with you need a car. I'm vaccinated. That was my choice, mm-hmm. right? But you're telling me 40% of people aren't getting vaccinated because what, they don't believe in it? I, I think what they've done is they've lost faith in the science because the science has been politicized. On both I, think, sides. I, I think I think part of a the problem lot is of that-, that percentage comes down to over the
2: past few decades, if you don't understand something, that has now become, oh, if I don't understand something, then I fear it, then I don't trust it, because that's a flat Earth theory the the flat earthers 40%. they don't
1: understand something think 40% of people believe I don't think it's 40% percent no, no, i not saying think 40%. it's higher he's, than what you I think I think he's talking about a general public distrust shift, shift. I think shift there's been a, shift. I, I think it it's been politicized too much and and now it's like and so look I you know I I live in a different place or at least they used to and you know I go back home and and there are zero COVID cases or, you know, very, very few. We have what one in a hundred thousand in Erie right now. We're going to shut everything down again. You know, that's what they're going for back to mass. Yeah, But but where I grew where, where, where I visit my family, there's zero. They don't see it. So you're telling them, well, you have to wear masks, you have to get vaccinated, but you don't have it. Maybe yet. I get that. But, but what are they going to do? They say, well, you know, I, I don't trust you. I don't see this you're you're telling me that you know everybody's dying but that's but it's the problem, not with all, that's of problem
0: with all vaccine hesitancy right i mean the Maybe, problem with well, vaccine hesitancy is and hesitancy, you know sure sure yeah that's a problem yeah. people tell you oh why should i uh give my 12 year old daughter an hpv vaccine i mean believe she's it or not, not having sex hey you know, i don't like, know you know what i mean so well she will be <laughs> so well, that's you know, that's what i mean right, right? so I, even like measles yeah, monster rubella, people I say agree. oh polio like we Don't do it, we don't have it here, but like some people are like, Oh, well, we don't have we, we can. Do need the vaccine, we could, exactly. it's yeah.
1: not gone. I understand completely, but, and yeah, you no, know how yeah, I feel, yeah. But I I'm just saying, here you got 40% of people, there's got to be a reason,
0: right? Or maybe they've had reasons. it. Well, the FDA needs to get off its ass and make it uh, not experimental anymore. Which brings me to the scientific study of the episode, mm-hmm. right? Yes, the sir. fact that. Uh, you know sure it was experimental and it was passed on an emergency use authorization yeah with a small number of of people but now we've had real life examples of people vaccinated out there in the US alone we're talking about 150 plus million doses globally 4.54 So what is the efficacy of the vaccine in real life situations, right? And this is the study that I found from the CDC's MMWR. So that's morbidity, mortality, weekly report. And they looked at the effectiveness of the vaccine in adults 65 years of age and older. They looked in 13 different states in the period between February and April. And what's their vaccination status what's their infection status after vaccine, and what's their hospitalization rate. And I don't wanna bore you with all of these study methods and to save some time, but basically we looked at uh, thousands and thousands of, uh, over in this particular study, roughly around 7,000 or so uh, patients, uh, they looked at where they vaccinated, unvaccinated, or partially vaccinated, so one dose instead of two, right? and uh, looked at the effectiveness of the vaccine in preventing hospitalization in these adults aged 65 to 74, which was our, still is, most vulnerable population. And uh, for Pfizer, BioNTech, uh, the uh, effectiveness of the vaccine in preventing hospitalization is 96% in 65 to 74 population, right? 96% for Moderna and 84% for the Janssen which is produced by the Johnson and Johnson vaccine among uh, adults older than 75 so 75 and above the uh, effectiveness of the full vaccination dose in Pfizer is 91% 96 for Moderna and 85 for the Johnson and Johnson There's some data on partially vaccinated individuals instead of fully vaccinated. We're still talking about numbers in the 80s, right? This is real life, real time data from these uh, vaccines, not a clinical study. This is people out there who have gotten their vaccines. And all of these cases where covid confirmed positive cases through laboratory diagnosis right so these are breakthrough infections these are people who sure. got vaccinated got infected these are from individuals who were percent hospitalized of them did right? not end up in the hospital say that okay. again
2: uh these individuals were were they all hospitalized no no
0: no so oh, this is the network. 96 percent Sorry. I see the did not hospitalization end up hospitalized, right? yeah so basically four percent got hospitalized and in and uh, in terms of deaths, there were no deaths recorded in this study that I could
2: find. Zero deaths.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, so in, in this study, it says it's not good enough to keep you from getting sick. Mm-hmm. It's just good enough to keep you from dying. Which is really all vaccines. I mean, which is all it's intended to do. Exactly. Yeah.
0: People, people think of vaccines, oh, it's supposed to prevent infection. But All you know vaccines what? prevent
1: the worst possible outcome. That's that yeah. what they do. That's, well, that's, uh, no, a lot of them are supposed to prevent infection, period. <laughs> but well, that's very rare.
0: Okay. And he, here's the thing, right? Really? So right, right, really? Yeah. yeah and I'll tell you why. Because if you, you get... You don't don't hear a lot of people getting infected with mumps or measles or rubella after vaccination because we don't have it rampant in the population. That's
1: not true. You do for mumps. You do. There's immunity. There's a huge population getting it now.
0: Yeah. My, My point is the reason you're now seeing a lot of vaccinated people with coronavirus vaccine getting infected is because there's just a lot of infection out there. Right. Maybe. Your your chances are so much higher. So as we vaccinate more and more people, we're going to end up with more people who are vaccinated getting exposed. It's just going to happen because there's so much infection out there.
1: I would argue that we don't know much about these vaccines yet because we rushed them through, which is OK. None of this is bad. But I would argue we, we rush them through. We don't know enough. This is one study. Think about all of
0: the MMR well, studies. Well, this is one study there. that I picked. I mean, there's
1: a lot out there. Yeah, but we yeah, rush, rush them, there's rush studies them that through. Is not a negative thing, right? I guess. I guess the point is, and 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 I agree. It's not about. It's not about not getting sick, it's about not getting sick enough. enough you, you know, not, yeah, right. Yeah, which which is but bent, yeah. This so brings up my point from the last episode, and that is, these people were vaccinated. But the vaccine did not protect them from infection. Therefore, they're not making adequate antibody responses, and so or their T cells are not getting activated enough. So they're not making adequate antibody response. That's the same thing, right? They're not isotype switching is what you're saying to IgA. Fine.
0: Or, but, or even cytotoxic T cells, right? So, yeah, fine. but yeah, we, 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 I, I don't know. Maybe someone knows.
1: I don't, just, I don't know. That's fine. Mechanistically, they're not protected, period, because they're getting it. And so I'm just saying getting a shot in the arm does not mean you're protected. It means you're protected from death, which is, so, which, which, everybody which is a fantastic get, thing. So, yes, yes, but, go yeah. But, but, but our whole matrix, our whole measurement of herd immunity is, not getting sick and passing it on to people that could die all right so if i yeah, we'll if i've we'll got see, it we'll see how that it,
0: shakes out yeah, we'll see how that shakes out in terms of her well, immunity. i'm just trying to get
1: you to listen to me and agree with me Doug. i am listening nervous. i don't have to agree with you i <laughs> no, am you listening don't. to you but i don't have to agree with you no, yeah no but, I, I, but I, it is it, it's true you have a bunch of people out there that have natural immunity we're not including in this poll like well, the pool is, I,
0: I I don't know if it is included in the poll I think, or not. It's I, I don't it's not.
1: That. No, no. We're taught. So the the government posts how many people have been vaccinated, shots and arms, because you can count that easy. Yeah, you got a shot, but now you know they're not protected from getting the virus. Period. So they can yeah, still spread it. They can still spread it, but a lot
0: of these infections are asymptomatic, right? So they can still doesn't mean they're not spreading it. Uh, I, I agree with you. Yeah, they can catch so the virus and spread it. masks are very but important. Yeah, masking hugely important. Absolutely. Yeah. The reason no, ab- we didn't absolutely.
1: have a flu season, the reason we didn't have RSV, the reason it, we've stayed away from each other—excuse me—but we've worn masks. Those masks. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You still need them, people. I, I, you know, even with a vaccine, this is why we say masks.
0: No. Yeah. Get the masks, and right. actually, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that's our. Next, welcome. That's our next discussion. Uh, in this episode is what about the flu season? What about the cold season last year? Spawner, I think you had found some stats, uh, important CDC stats on, there was a study you found uh, about flu RSV. Yeah, just
2: kind of just a short and sweet summary here. Um, One of the, I guess, if you want to look at the bright side of what we went through last year, with the social distancing, the pretty consistent mask wearing, the lockdowns, the closing of public areas, and hopefully, as we've seen and will continue, the frequent hand washing, which I'm a big proponent of. Um, You saw positive tests and signs of the flu virus dropping very considerably by what almost ninety eight percent, as documented in the United States alone. And the fact that you saw such a significant and early kind of cessation to the nineteen twenty flu season; those were, I mean, that was largely attributed to what did I say nineteen?
0: You said nineteen twenty, right? You mean twenty twenty? No, no, I meant
2: nineteen. 20 or 2019, 2020 flu season, okay. sorry, not, not 19,
1: sure.
2: sure, Sure. I meant the years at the end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Got it. Got so it. so you team. mean this
1: past cycle? Yeah. Exactly. Past cycle. Okay.
2: My bad. No, you're fine. Um, so those were largely attributed to the
0: non-pharmaceutical interventions, right?
1: So what were uh, as, the
2: actual
0: numbers for those? It's mean, just
1: awesome. I mean, that, that is awesome. Yeah. What, what was so uh,
2: I mean, looking at data collected for the flu, um looking at october 3rd 2020 to may 22nd 2021 flu activity was lower than during any previous flu season since at least 1997 and that was the first season or year for which data are currently publicly available and it looks like they tested close to 1 million 1 million clinical specimens were tested And 0.2% of those, which is barely 2,000 specimens, were positive for an influenza virus between October of 2020 and May 2021. And even respiratory syncytial virus, or RSV, from January to April, so January 2020 to April 2020, the weekly percentage of those positive RSV results went from 15.3% to 1.4%. So in that time frame alone, which was right when the lockdowns were. That's
0: the country- peak of the, peak of the yeah. first lockdown, yeah.
2: Yeah. So during that, what, four month period alone, you saw a very significant drop in RSV results. Um, now, again, I guess we could open this up for discussion, for kind of a brief discussion talking about the cause of that, the significance of that. Not only the non-pharmaceutical interventions that were instituted during the pandemic, but also just not a lot of people were kind of going into the doctor unless they thought they had COVID symptoms,
0: maybe. Yeah. Also, uh, oh, you mean testing? I, I yeah, mean, like yeah. testing so, I itself
2: mean, dropped as a result yeah. of.
0: You well, know, every, not every, going I mean, in. everybody went home. Businesses closed. Schools closed. Uh, bars closed movie theaters closed, like Mm. every everywhere where you could see a high rate of respiratory virus transmission was just not there. And And as a result of that, yeah. As a result Yeah people with purell uh Uh-huh. People washing hands constantly. Yeah. yeah, Mask wearing. More more diligent than they probably ever have in their life. Yeah. But you know, it's funny because it looks that's all of that is about to change, right? So Mm as we relax pandemic measures before the Delta variant, right? So that earlier in the summer, as we relax pandemic measures, uh, scientists are expecting a resurgence of these viruses. And it turns out, as a matter of fact, the US weekly detection of RSV, so respiratory syncytial virus, uh, has gone up between uh, in, in August of 2020, right, last summer, only Very uh, low. a handful of cases a week. And right now, July 24th, 2021, so roughly about so what, almost three, a year three later. weeks ago, uh, we're looking at about 3,500 weekly cases uh, reported to the CDC of RSV. So it looks like uh, all of these uh, respiratory viruses are going to make a comeback. And it might be a little bit worse than normal i think personally just because we took about a year and a half or so 2 years away from exposing maybe uh, or having in the general population sort of maybe a, a low level of immunity to these things by being primed by environmental because stimulants. they would normally circulate in the environment and your 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 population would have some level of population immunity that now may be a little bit lower i
1: don't know we'll see we'll, we'll, well see what happens well i mean uh, well, rsv is is really an infant disease so of course your population's different right well and then you add because an, if so because you, if you had an infant born yeah. last year it has not been out of the house mm, correct True. but 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 you know even with an uh, the only reason they get diagnosed with rsv is if it's severe enough to be diagnosed okay so rsv is respiratory syncytial virus it really causes a disease like bronchitis, type of a disease where you have in- inflammation of 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 your lungs. And the reason it's so much worse in little baby infants is because they've got little tiny tiny bronchioles, little 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 bronchitis. tiny airways so, that yeah, tiny like airways. To the lungs. They shut up when they uh, just shut completely close yeah. off when they get inflamed. What about a two year old? I don't know because mostly we think of this as a as a a disease affecting, you know, one year old or less, you know, around that age. So will there be like, like, are they, is there airway more developed? I don't know. It probably if depends there, on the if, amount of inflammation. Well, think about
2: too, if, if they haven't been primed, like Delbert was saying last year, you know, a zero to one year old now going one to two years old, have well, they I been think- significantly primed enough by being outside? I guess they have been outside since lockdowns ended last year, but sure. even the year before that,
0: is there that priming? Know, yeah. well, not uh, just the priming effect. to the virus, right? Also, I there's, I, I there's hear no what priming. you're saying, like all sorts of environmental threats. Normally, yeah, your, immune, I mean. your immune sure. response is being exposed to all sorts of stuff, getting busy, sure. making antibodies, you know, effectively working out, right?
1: <laughs> but no, but yeah. it like has- hygiene, hygiene hypothesis right yes, there for it, the law it, exactly, it. it hasn't
0: been doing that, right? But so, I mean,
1: with RSV, that's a specific thing. I mean, I'm looking at a uh, graph in front of me you know, and and it, I don't think I mean I still think that's a lower number than it used to be, at least during the the high times of a, of weekly it's diagnosis. Up. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's peaking. It's up, picking
1: right? up. I, I yeah. oh, it's clear, right? We went from zero to thirty five hundred and sixty seconds, but and
0: we're still a few months away from the fall,
1: right? When it usually goes way up. And and yeah, I hear yeah. I'm just saying, you know, it, it's like, should we be aware? I think we should. I think the CDC should be telling doctors, be aware. You might see it in two or even three-year-olds where we don't normally see it. Once the child gets old enough, anatomically, they just don't get that sick. Yeah, usually you're
0: looking at uh, children under five and adults over sixty-five, uh, right? So for for uh, uh, RSV, right? Or you know, because it can cause pneumonia in
1: in well, sure, children sure. Under it can cause year pneumonia. Old I'm, I'm thinking the, bron- the the most common thing is the bronchiolitis, right? I'm just thinking yeah, absolutely, you know, yeah. the, the, the anatomy, but sure, it can cause pneumonia yeah. as well. And you know,
0: influenza yearly, I mean, hospitalizes almost half a million people usually by you know? itself.
1: Exactly. That's not even Influenza that's not even contributing in secondary bacterial infections.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I'm hoping that, of course, we're barely, not even really keeping up very well with. We didn't during the pandemic, but now with the resurgence in Delta, we're seeing that healthcare systems and uh, healthcare facilities are getting hit again pretty badly. They're getting overrun, right? Where they could be.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah. Know, you know how efficiently they're uh, keeping
2: up over the last few weeks. I I don't I haven't looked at those data.
0: Yeah, I I actually looked yesterday because I live in Florida now. I looked yesterday at hospitals. Oh, you do. <laughs> I should start having palm trees as my background. Yeah, you should. Uh, I'm gonna maybe maybe I can ask our uh, she she's gonna hate this, but maybe we can ask our the person who did our rebranding to make the eye and bio a palm tree just for the
1: Florida bank. Just for you <laughs> don't do it that's that's all I'm saying we went back and forth over the <laughs> oh it took, yeah, <laughs> the it took eye it took us a while forever
0: to... <laughs> but um uh, so because I live in Florida and you know it, it, we right now at about 20% of all nationwide you know new infections I I looked up hospital beds and availabilities of ICUs and in I'm in the Bradenton Sarasota area, and as of yesterday, you're looking at seventy percent uh, full. Uh, so it's not the. Not across, it's getting
1: close. It I'm is seventy I mean, percent lot.
2: But the you you southern states are starting to look like they're hitting. Yeah, I'm sure I, have, I up 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 at there, Louisiana. Apparently, it's really bad in Louisiana. But yeah, where Apparently I'm at, Arkansas. Arkansas is almost out of uh, ICU beds
1: based yeah. on something yeah, yeah. I just no, recently it's, it's, saw. It's
0: insane. It's insane that we're back back
1: where we started a year and a half well, ago, uh, which is frustrating. Really, this This is the second surge. I mean, it really is. I mean, you have so many people in, in these states that didn't get it the first time. They're not getting vaccinated. That's your at-risk population. Of course it's going to yeah, go around. Yeah. So it, it, I, I'm not surprised at all. It and the governor, no sure. and, and they can, they can make their own rules, their own regulations, they can go back and forth politically. It doesn't matter if you've got that population. It doesn't coronavirus doesn't care. No, 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 virus doesn't care about the politics. It doesn't care. Not. It's going to, no, yeah. if you've got the population, I, yeah, again, yeah. you know, I, I think people should make their own choice, but you need the facts to make your own choice. Yeah, wear the mask, people.
0: Uh, yeah, and the facts are—you're right. Fact. The facts are, you should mask up. The it's highly transmitted. The mask is
1: more important than the vaccine. I'm gonna tell you right now. That's the, the for vax- transmission. For transmission. For transmission. For yes. transmission. Yes. Yes. Sorry, let me let me. Not not, not not just for, for coronavirus.
0: Not for, not for death. <laughs> Why? Well, yeah, no, sure. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. it's
1: more important because you're you're excluding a lot of other pathogens.
0: Yeah, but I mean, do- double up on your protection. Put 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 a mask on and get a vaccine. Yeah, double up on sure, your protection. sure Why sure, not? Sure. Yeah, why not? Right. More it's, couldn't okay. help. It's more ammo. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so more couldn't hurt. Uh, true. True. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. You know, we'll see what happens uh, with the flu season They're, and, and or respiratory virus. They're expecting it to be a big one. We'll but, see.
1: Uh,
0: that could change if we go to lockdowns. I don't think we will. But well, who knows? Who knows?
1: Well, maybe people get in the habit now. I mean, a lot of people are going to be new germaphobes. There's gonna be a lot more people that are new germophobes. I'm telling you right now, that are just. Yeah,
0: we we need to learn. How, we need to figure out how to live with this thing. And, and yeah, I'm I'm well, not saying I, that, we shouldn't that, take measures. That's a different measures.
1: issue. That's a different issue. I'm saying yeah, there's people yeah, that are yeah. gonna yeah. Yeah, treat I know, this I know, I know very I know. I'm, differently.
0: I'm just saying lockdowns are not
1: the answer. No, and, they're not. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's why you have people pushing back.
0: Yeah, there's lockdowns, lockdowns are not without the answer, and we are giant uh, proponents of science. Nobody knows there's that. There's no
1: say. There's no representation. It's Just like you're but locking down. Good luck. We and need then, to figure out
0: how to live with this thing work. safely for everyone. Right? Uh, just just so, how we accept a certain level of risk with the cold, certain level of risk with it's the gonna with to get, rid- we'll We're gonna have there. to get there. We're, we're gonna, gonna have, have to get to there. Get there. Whenever we get there, we get there. But we're gonna have to get there. All right. Yes, sir. All right. Anything else on
1: uh, these topics? Oh, I'm sure we can figure something out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't seen Delbert in two weeks, everybody. So that's what's uh, got to give him a hard time, I guess. That's right. Why Normally
0: not? I come into your office and argue with you in
1: person. <laughs> I tried to get Fawn a hard time and then I just felt really, really bad.
0: Maybe so should I should give I you a daily phone call every once in a while, just to. You should. I, I kind of to need get it, it. out just of the sound system. of your voice. Because I'm
1: not busy at all. No, not neither all. am I.
0: <laughs> all right, what do we yeah. got for the game segment?
1: All right, uh, it's a quick one uh, this episode, but uh, let's let's just uh, recap the last episode's riddle uh, between 1995 and 2008. There were over 15,000 cases of this mosquito-borne disease diagnosed in Australia. Symptoms of disease include fever, malaise, rash, arthralgia, myalgia. Now, what those are, fever, everybody gets malaise, I'm tired, rash, and then um, joint pain and muscle pain. So things you probably see with the flu. Most patients recovered in several weeks. Some had symptoms up to even a year, but everybody uh, completely recovers. And so last episode's question was, what was the virus and what was the animal reservoir? And I really did this one to stump Dr. B. Abdallah, which I did. Yeah, I didn't Um, know. it. Yeah, most people picked dengue, which is not correct. But uh, Rick. Hello, Rick. Rick Lorenzo writes, hey, guys, glad to hear from you again. Thank you, Rick. Uh, He's going to jump right into his answer. He said Ross River virus. What a beautiful answer. Very good But so close, Rick. Uh, There's another virus that specifically is in Australia. Ross River is is not just there. They do have similar symptoms, but while Ross River virus can infect marsupials, that's not its only reservoir. In this case, the cause of virus is Barma Forest virus. Uh, Very similar symptoms to Ross River virus, which we've already discussed. Uh, it, it's mosquito born can be carried by a, a variety of mosquitoes like eighties and, and, and Kulex, but it's definitely not transmitted between people or animals. I thought it was pretty cool because, uh, the reservoir, the animals that carried around include kangaroos and wallabies. And that's oh, just I fun. So,
0: right. They're just cute little things. Because you can't play with wallabies. Kangaroos are nasty. No, yeah. Kangaroos will hurt you. Oh Yeah. And the so, with
1: barma forest virus any treatment none just supportive okay. care uh not not a real lethal virus it was just something that was odd uh so on to real quick this uh this episode's riddle it's just for Rick well well maybe uh we'll see hopefully we'll get some more answers this this episode please answer in uh I'm gonna do a I think an easier one this this episode we'll see I like this one I know you do. I knew you would like this a lot. I put a lot of thought into it today while I was very busy. In the 1950s and 1960s, members of the South Foray tribe in Papua New Guinea were succumbing to a neurological disease that caused paralysis, coma, and eventually death. The disease was linked to funerary cannibalism. We've actually talked about this disease on on BioBusters before. It was one of the first ones I did, but. I do like the words "funerary cannibalism," but it's just odd. Researchers eventually determined that this disease was uh, similar to another disease called scrapie, which was in sheep, and that was uh, identified in, in the 1700s. Um, it is a fatal paralysis uh, similar to that seen in, in, in the tribesmen, uh, and more recently, one that's that's um, of directly affecting people in the U.S. Uh, First described in the late 1960s is chronic wasting disease, which affects elk, uh, deer, moose, uh, caribou. I mean, it's been spreading across the US. There's now been cases reported in 26 different states. Uh, Symptoms in the, uh, there's been no, I'll throw it out, there's been no documented transmission to humans as of yet, but symptoms in the deer include difficulty walking, Uh, behavioral changes, and weight loss. So that's where it gets its name, chronic wasting disease. Okay, so this episode's question is, how does this disease actually work to affect the nervous system? So what's the pathogenesis behind the disease?
0: All right, and if you think you know the answer, write us to... Uh, or at thebiobusters at gmail.com for a chance to win some merchandise.
1: Biobusters
0: merchandise.
1: Yeah, biobusters. The biobusters at, at gmail Yeah. How many mugs does you, do you think Rick has by now?
0: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, we owe him a lot, but uh, we, we <laughs> we've sent them uh, we've sent them a few gifts along the way. But okay, so. Uh, you can email us at thebiobusters at gmail.com. You can Google us, find us on iTunes. You can find us on your iPhone, podcatcher, uh, Android device, podcatcher, whatever uh, whatever you use to download episodes. Or you can listen at thebiobusters.podbean.com. Make sure to check out our Instagram page. We have non Episode content on there that is, uh, you know, just I like it. Full science.
1: I really are liking it.
0: The lichen, yeah, yeah, no, I like it. That's a good one. I like the yeah. lichen. All right, so I am Delbert w. Abdallah, and we were just with Chris Fawner and Chris Keller. See you in the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.